Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I saw Caitlyn Jenner saying trans girls uh, should not play girls' sports. Caitlyn, you're a woman, right? A trans girl is a girl. Climate change, the planet is running a fever. There are no emergency rooms for sick planets. Uh, The climate crisis is a national security, health, economic, and moral issue. Ultimately, the Green New Deal is really about intersectionality of environmental justice, health care justice, racial justice. Big, strong numbers this month. But there are a lot of other factors, too, including the risk of, frankly, getting assaulted at work if you tell a customer to wear a mask, etc. Good eye! Happy birthing People's Day, Alice Shattuck. How are you? Thank you so much. My goodness, so for us it is Madre's Day on a Sunday. It's also the day after I've come back from my whirlwind uh, leaving Las Vegas debauchery tour of Boston, Massachusetts, and Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Last night, my brother's birthday, I went out with the fellas and uh, tore it up. I made my way from Boston over the Longfellow Bridge, which has been fixed and painted nicely. Wow, barely took like four years for nope. them to do their project. Correct. And uh, went into the Beacon Hill Pub, Alice, the scene of my, I would say, 3,000 failed attempts at trying to get any woman in the 90s to notice me, like me, or not wholly reject me or tell me to please leave. <laughs> uh, but uh, now, alas, Alice, I am a doting father, uh, rather than a carefree gigolo that I used to be, obviously. I'm a doting and um, loyal father and husband, and so I just sat there drinking my beer and my shot, and I had a fun time, I've got to say. This is mm-hmm. something, I'll, I'll give the millennials some, one thing. Okay. Um, first of all, I am so incredibly fatter than these people, it's ridiculous. You, why didn't anybody tell me? Even the picture you posted trying to take me down, the attempted hit that you did a couple days ago. Mm, I'd say more than attempted. That was like fine. You put me at the Beacon Hill pub with the with the local co-eds. Else. You're like five of them? I At least five of them. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. I assumed that it, had I been 100 pounds lighter, they would have thrown me out because they'd be like, oh, listen, old man, just leave. <laughs> but I think just the sight of me in there, they thought... What is this thing? It's got to have a purpose, and it's got to have money, because if not, like, why is it bothering, really, you know? So that's why I think they let me stay, because they assumed that I'd tip, and probably none of those other people tip. It's like they Venmo a, a, a fifth of a cent for every drink, and I don't know that they drink a lot. So, so one thing I'll, I'll say for the Zillennials. Okay. Though they don't know how to do a lot of things right, including use a bar in the right way, <laughs> they're very civil. They're very nice. I had okay. no 
if, if you went in there in 1994, there's a chance that a bottle's going to fly across the room. We got caught up in a couple of big brawls a couple of times where we weren't fighting, obviously, uh, but we were like oh, the waves of people pushed around and our drinks mm-hmm. spilled and we're like, well, come on. These people, these millennials are, of course, they're, they're half of them are, they're completely, you know what it is? You know what it is, Alice? I've, I've just had a, a breakthrough. Okay. They're, that the men aren't men. <laughs> That's what it is. They're milk toast. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, and this is probably a, a good thing in a way, except at some points we're going to need men. Yeah. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we just can't have. So in other words, if you're a zillennial and you're out at the bar, chuck a bottle at somebody, have some self-respect and get on a good old bar fight. Okay. I'm going to, I retract that. I don't really <laughs> want you to throw a bottle at somebody. That is not a good idea. People die that way. Um, and um, and that's why. What I, was the Brett Kavanaugh one? Didn't he throw a drink at somebody one time? Oh, I'm sure. But And also that's why we don't mm-hmm. have glass in bars anymore and especially actually the beacon hill pub is one of those examples it's, it, they've always had plastic why are we talking about this who cares um oh yes but i wanted to show you i think it's about time alice since this is our 250th episode mm-hmm. burn barrel 250 yes and it's um it's uh birthing people's day right i wanted to introduce the audience to a another member of the family okay I want them to meet. Guess who I want them to meet? Pepper? I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. He was with me at the hotel last night. Stokey from Muskogee? No. Uh, I'll give you another hint. Uh, he acquired this. <laughs> Gary. Correct. Gary what? <laughs> Gary the Kuiper. <laughs> Correct. I believe I met Gary early on in the You did. There's a YouTube of it. You can see. <laughs> Gary the Kuiper is a... Is a what is Gary? Ellis? How would you say? <laughs> um, one of your split personalities. Correct. Who goes and when he's in a hotel, ruthlessly steals everything he can get his paws on. And mm-hmm. Gary was at that um, Mormon-owned establishment last evening in Cambridge, in Massachusetts. Although they've moved off of the individual shampoos, because usually Gary likes. Yeah, to it's go. like the big bottles in the. Mall. It's the big bottles, and I Gary thought about it. Thought, does he <laughs> uninstall the entire panel? And, and... <laughs> Did Gary bring his drill to? No, but <laughs> take out the shower. No, but Gary will need to start thinking that way mm-hmm. because they're going away from the bottles. Uh, there have been several major hauls from these hotels, mm-hmm. thanks to Gary and his good work, including one at a hotel company. Gary found out that the doors unlock at the same time in the morning, so the supply closet doors unlock. Oh, right, so the housekeepers can get in there. Well, Gary got in there. All right, so um, apart from that, so I got that. I wanted to talk about. Oh, also the Zillennials last night. They were dancing to music from my day. They were dancing to uh, so oldies. Uh, yeah, I guess they are oldies. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. Mm-hmm. Of course, and that was precisely from my prime. Speaking of which, did you see the meme going around today about the traveling Wilburys? Mm-mm. So the premise is, uh, well, so. Is there a living Barry? Uh, oh, Dylan sure. technically is living. <laughs> technically. Well, yeah. And uh, um, the guy from. So, uh, so I guess Yellow. the premise of the meme was just basically like, well, how old roughly would you say that they all were when they were in the traveling world? Probably 45 or so. Okay. Yeah. So that's right. So it was just a picture of them like yeah. with their ages on it. They're all in their 40s and I think maybe Orson is like. 50 early 50s yeah yeah so but this person was saying like wow that's crazy like i assumed they were all like in their 60s when they did this because they think of it as like all of their post careers sort of um so like now i have to go reevaluate my whole life because they were all like 42 when they were already they'd already had a whole life and a whole career and now they're in the wilburys it's a dangerous trap to start thinking that way and i have friends Mm -hmm. etc who do especially since we're well we're all old my friends are all old now you know well you know in late 40s i won't say old Mm -hmm. i mean um but um but not young you know you know you're not getting carded anymore and it's been quite a while Mm -hmm. since you have you know so um so uh that they that they do this, it's like this masochist thing to look to see how how much of their life they've wasted. Right. Oh, by the time this guy was forty eight, he'd already done this, 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 this. this. Mm-hmm. It's just no way to spend any time. It's, it's so self defeating. But it is a popular thing out there because we like to hurt ourselves. 
and feel that way. It's like, you, I get it. I'm Wilford Brimley's agent. You get it. Who cares? <laughs> all right? I've long passed. And that's why the reason why I go back to the Beacon Hill Club and the aesthetic of, of beautiful young women and and good-looking guys and, you know, um, you know, they're at the peak of all of those mm-hmm. things are so important. It is so important. I mean, I had so much, so many different kinds of breath mints when I was a twenty-one-year-old. We all did the little tabs, and then the, and then the other thing, and then the little oh, yeah, drops. The spray. The, there yeah, were the drops that felt like it was battery acid. Those little dissolving sheets. All right, and and like if I if I didn't get my hair cut exactly, like if, if it was a tenth of a centimeter too mm-hmm. long. Bang! I was that was number one. You know, you're so vain and you're so good looking when you're that age, of course. Um, that you know the priorities are just like so front and center, and that's a highly important thing. And I saw the dudes walking in. And women have this thing because women, if women are women are lovely, so they they but they're insecure too. But guys, mm-hmm. young men, and maybe it's especially this generation. But I certainly was insecure as a twenty something year old, and so mm-hmm. were my friends. Really, guys are so. They so are aware of themselves and not sure of themselves. And they Self-conscious. Over- oh, totally. And they compensate like with a stronger walk, stoic look. And like, poor things. I feel bad for them because I remember having to do that. Because and also a lot of them aren't anybody, mm-hmm. but you have no. They have no reason. They have no. They they are nothing. Mm-hmm. They have no experiences. They have no accomplishments. They have no drive. And I was all of these things as well. Mm-hmm. So you can tell they're like okay, I but. Despite myself, I need somebody to love this, or at least be attracted to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I gotta, I gotta act like something, focus on something on the horizon, and and try <laughs> to be it because you know just that. I like to stare into the middle distance. Right. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. totally, totally. Um, I, speaking of which, though, so this has been like a weekend of the feeling old because the millennials are acting up. Because uh, if I recall correctly, around that age when you used to go to the Beacon Hill Pub. Mm-hmm. Um, who did you like to dress like? Well, oh well, well f- Who was your style icon? Okay, in my the style 90s? icon, and then, well, it would be Hugh Grant. Well, another one though that I'm thinking of that you oh, had as your do, do style you, choice. Do you know this? I mean, okay, so I'll tell you. I was first taken. Uh, uh, you love Hugh Grant, obviously, but who what? were you trying to channel when you went out to the Beacon Hill Pub or whoever? Uh, Chandler. Yes, yes, Chandler, Chandler from Bing. Friends. Yeah. So Chandler from Friends is now in trouble right. this weekend because he's on a dating app called Raya, which is just for famous people. So they which have is <laughs> horrible, pathetic. Stop talking about needing uh, you know, some kind of validation. That is pathetic. Where do the where do the famous people go? Where I mean, oof, how sad. But anyway, so he got he's in trouble. Because he's 52 hitting on a girl who's 20. Yeah, or like she's 19 and he's that's 50. Like standard, it's like a 31-year age That's standard age Hollywood. Difference. I don't see the problem. It's standard Hollywood. Um, Jack so, Nicholson, you know, is 103 now <laughs> and, you know, hits on 20-year-old women. Okay, yeah, well, but... And there's a reason why they hit on mm-hmm. 20-year-old women. Because 20-year-old women are attractive? Well, well yes. And because they're rich and famous? And, and they, they And it works. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love Jack Chandler Bing, and I'll never very, stop loving him. Very, very talented. I love uh, Jack Nicholson. Okay. So we're, but anyway, so this girl, um, who I had literally never heard of her. Her, she's a TikTok star. Mm-hmm. Um, Kitty Nicole on TikTok. All right. Uh, but she has some other name that I can't. It doesn't find. matter. I can't else. find now. Anyway, Kitty Nicole on TikTok. Um, so, but anyway, she and uh, Matthew Perry from Friends, who played Chandler, uh, played 20 questions over FaceTime. So mm-hmm. she matched with him on Raya, and they got to talking on FaceTime, which means she had to, like, give him her FaceTime mm-hmm. information and everything. And uh, she posted a clip of the video on her TikTok right. about how he was. it was creepy that he was talking to her. And I guess he said, like, you know, am I as old as your dad or something? That's so. That is so dishonorable, and she should be incarcerated for fifty years. It's so dishonorable. <laughs> well, she's going mean, to be kicked off the app because good, the app, good. the premise of the famous have people some dating app is that honor. it's like super private, so like nothing. Right. But the idea shared. that you would even do that, and that, like we talked about the Julian Edelman pick, it's like if you're going to go out there in those circles, and if you're you're playing the game, which includes older guys, 
then just shut up and have some honor. Don't ruin everything, Zillennials. Now I hate them again. Mm-hmm. But she That's- got support from her friend um, Naveen Jay, who uh, did a similar thing with Ben Affleck. She matched with yeah. Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck sent her a video message, and she published it. So That's now so they're dishonorable. Now they're in trouble. Chrissy Teigen has yelled at them on social media for being creeps and perverts. The and dudes, going, yeah, for going <laughs> after younger girls, and yeah. So. You live in Hollywood, you <laughs> craven vice squad people. Talk, please. These are the most, you know, over the top, uh, gluttonous, you know, extremist individuals on the earth. Talking about, my God. You don't, so going after creepy, Matthew women. Perry. So creepy. It's not creepy at all. She's, <laughs> what a jerk she is. She's got, first of all, with the already the weird stuff that she's done, she I'm cool with her. Fine, whatever. But this, it's not creepy at all. If there's a market, if you're a 50 year old guy and a 20 year old girls are want to date you, then why wouldn't you? You know, there's yeah. a place I wouldn't because I don't think there would be anything to talk about mm-hmm. whatsoever. You know, and I don't think you'd sign off on it. I don't <laughs> think. I don't think. Um, yes. Accurate. Uh, okay, so we've got a lot of business to talk about. Hi, Dave. Good to see you, Dave. <sighs> Dave is here means a careless child opened the kitchen door. And it's probably it like eating something straight yes. out of the fridge, right. which is like, now all uh, yeah. Crisco or uh, whatever it is. So so let's start here. with Let's start with um, something else that is happening. While I'm torching other generations, Okay. my own generation is... Uh, horribly pathetic as well yes and no elon musk not so much sarah silverman yes um and listen to her affect she actually is in her 50s and she speaks like somebody who's 17 she's always done this a little bit but she is incapable of escaping this so this is her new podcast this is her new podcast and she's salty now at caitlin jenner because we have to be stupid about everything i saw caitlin jenner saying trans girls uh, should not play girls' sports. Caitlin, you're a woman, right? A trans girl is a girl. She should have the same rights as cis girls. <laughs> if you think a trans girl... What, you think a trans girl is too strong? I. <laughs> what about tall girls? As opposed to short girls. What about uh, boys in high school who are teeny tiny and their teammates uh, have already... So, I mean, the, the, a trans woman is not a woman. Right. So that's not anything. But she is so sure of it that she's condescending about it. Mm-hmm. Hello. A trans woman's a woman. <sighs> Dummy. What about... Are we going to separate them by height and weight? In a lot of sports, we do, as a matter of fact. Uh, Yeah. Uh, like wrestling, right. we hit puberty and are shaving. Why don't you just have co-ed sports divided by weight or height? I, you know, this is so yeah. dumb. They are legislating this shit without one. Oh, damn it! I can't believe I missed that. Damn it! Hmm. I'll I'll get that out. Okay. But it's okay. Sh- so they're legislating this stuff. This is a good line, though. Single example of how this plays out. They have no single example of how it plays out to separate people by sex in sports. There's never, it's never been done. Never been done to separate people by biological sex in sports. Never happened. We nope. can't imagine what that would be like. It's impossible to even, the unintended consequences could be huge. Nobody's thought about the implications of separating people by sex in sports. It's so weird. What a bizarro concept. Hey, uh, speaking of that, somebody last mm-hmm. night said, I hope you die or effing die because I didn't have a mask on walking over the Longfellow Bridge. The guy was on a bike heading into Cambridge. Uh-huh. He waited till he was far away. Of nice course, attempt to try and save from your humiliation. No, no, well, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> but, uh, but, 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 but also... Um, sure, tough guy. You weren't wearing a mask on the Longfellow Bridge. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this morning, I didn't have one. I lost it last night. It flew off into the <laughs> summer, into the... Um, into the Charles. So Revolution. were the millennials all wearing masks? Like everywhere, everybody, everything. even like at the bars and everything. They were. They had them close to their mouths. It, 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 some of them just had them on as much as they could. Some people like didn't. in between sips and stuff. Yes, yes. I had them, um, and it also depends on where we went. But the Beacon Hill Pub was the last stop, and so they were a little better there. 
Um, it's a more row- rowdy place anyway. Okay. But um, but elsewhere, uh, everywhere, pretty much. This is Cambridge. I mean, this is right. They're they're gonna do it this morning. Since I didn't have a mask in the elevator. A guy walked on right behind me and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I lost my mask last night. I've been vaccinated. And he's like, oh, I don't care. I'm not a mask Nazi. I don't care about that stuff. And he said, uh, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I believe the disease is real, but I think the mask stuff is just crazy. And, you know, it's ridiculous. And, and I talked to him as we're going down there. The, the elevator door opens for somebody else to get on, two people. And they said, oh, well, we'll get the next one. Because <laughs> uh, the maskless yeah. people in the elevator. Yeah, but he was from Virginia and he was like, he was cool. Mm-hmm. But So uh, speaking of Nazis, our friend, the pastor from from Calgary, Canada? Yeah. Where, where is he from? Um, the Polish pastor has now been arrested for holding illegal church services. He I was, saw that. You got the, a bunch the- of police came to his illegal service yesterday and uh, the congregation... The parishioners booted them, and then they came back with like more reinforcements and SWAT people, and they dragged him out of there. So very normal times in Canada. That's great. Things are going well. Um. Yeah, they, well, you knew that was going to happen. They got problems up there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll what see. was I? Because okay, so I told you about the masks. All right. Mm-hmm. But you know what? With Sarah Silverman here, this is not worrying about girls' sports. Uh, believe me, not. Pe- I think uh, there are better ways to worry about girl sports. This is not worrying about. This is not what that is. This is not worrying. This is not. Well, how could you say? How could you look at this issue and say it's not? It's absolutely worrying about girl sports. Uh-huh. Every part of it is worrying about girl sports. So, but it is good to see that they're always assuming. I knew by looking at you. You fat white Republican Tom mm-hmm. Shattuck, that you you really hate trans people and want to see them harmed. I know that's what you're trying to do. That's why I'm going to push back because she has to because she's got nothing in her soul. She has to create a worldview that has a bad guy, a protagonist, and an antagonist, mm-hmm. and show in in you know have a reason to be to be at all. Right. So she's saying, I see. I know. I can read your mm-hmm. heart. It's not about girl sports. I can read your heart. It's not about bathrooms and, and little girls and men walking in there. I see what it is. And yeah. that's it. You just have a problem with trans people. That's a narrative that's been happening on the left, actually. I've seen a number of analysts uh, on the left comment on how, like, nothing precipitated this. There was no reason. Suddenly, the entire right wing just became obsessed with trans people. It's so bizarre. Out of nowhere, they just became obsessed with hurting trans children for no reason whatsoever. Not like Biden just signed an executive order in January that would apply to trans girls playing girls sports so that became an issue none of that nope that's fake they're not talking about that no it's just out of nowhere they're complaining you know tucker carlson's obsessed with trans children why is tucker carlson so like he just spends all his time thinking about trans children no this is something they came up with that they're trying to force everyone on board with that people aren't on board with right it's not also they're, they're also they're changing logic they're fudging science they're changing uh, English. They, you know mm-hmm. what we can say: the birthing peoples and the uh, that Caitlyn Jenner's gender is a woman, just as any other woman is a woman. It's not. It's illogical. It's not. It's anti-science. Mm-hmm. It's anti-intellectual. It's counter-intellectual. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous. There was a and serious this debate idea that, that 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 this these progressives who are advocating for a tiny, tiny, tiny minority of people have to make no accommodation for our logic and worldview, tried and true as it is. Mm-hmm. They have to make no accommodation for us at all, at all. No, you better change the language or else you're dead named her, you SOB. You're going to lose your job now, effer. They have to make no accommodation for all, and we have to make 100% accommodation for every whack-ass thing that they say. It's Seriously, yeah. it's freaking rude and bullying. No, there was a serious debate when Caitlyn Jenner came out as trans, um, amongst some like fringy people on the internet were saying that we now had to change all the world records or whatever that Bruce Jenner mm-hmm. had set to be that they were now like women's world records because because you know it that was who Bruce Jenner internally was at the time like Bruce Jenner has always been a trans woman even before Caitlyn was out to the world right so that we had to like view it as they have to be viewed as women's world records now. 
<laughs> By the way, I beat the parking last night, Alice. I parked mm -hmm. at a meter at uh, six o'clock, and um, so my parking cost three bucks. Wow, good job. Exactly. Beat the system. What I didn't do, oh, and I'm getting, I got a problem. Gary's very upset about this. Okay. From seven to 10 this morning was the free breakfast, and Gary did not attend. Mm. Right. Can you imagine I know. the hall? Yeah, the shot of kids love a good free breakfast at a hotel. They'll, That's right. They'll work the free breakfast. Two buffet. family tragedies ago, we were uh, getting staying in a hotel room pre-COVID, or well, actually, we probably COVID. got COVID at that breakfast buffet at that hotel in January because <laughs> while we were staying there, I was taken ill, incredibly ill for more than two weeks. I was running a huge fever. You remember that? Mm -hmm. And they said you you went to the drive-in clinic, or whatever, and they said uh, we don't know what this is quite. Yet. Yeah. We well, know. I tested. Well, so I went. I got sick. I. It was, I've never come on with something so suddenly. We were at a Mexican restaurant and I just like in the middle of the meal felt that like uh, my, I was ready to like drop my head onto the table. I just like started to feel terrible immediately. So I was running a fever. I felt awful. Um, by the next afternoon, I could tell that I was really sick. So I went to just the, whatever the, whatever they're called, the Minute urgent, clinic. urgent care yeah. thing. And because I know that if you take the flu thing like within 24 hours of getting the flu that that like you can really knock it out quickly and I did not have time to be ill so they tested me for flu and I didn't have I was negative for flu so they were like eh, it's just some viral illness it'll probably go away but then uh within another week I had pneumonia and three of the kids had pneumonia mm -hmm. and we were all sick and it was terrible we were all on antibiotics two of the kids were then allergic to the antibiotics so it it was great, but I th I'm pretty sure it was COVID, probably. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it was. Um, by the way, you can see, if you see the overhead shot, you can see my two socks. And we mm -hmm. need one more camera, so we got to get a switcher. Oh, can I ask? We the... have a switcher. No, no, we need one more camera. Okay. So we need to, we, we need not that switcher, a real uh, machine switcher, mm -hmm. video switcher, so we can have one more, because we only we get three now. Um, in one more thing... Um, Yes, my lower back hurts. It was killing me walking over the bridge on the way home last night, mm -hmm. um, way back to my hotel last night. It was killing. My back was killing me. The lower back pain, right? It, it feels like if I just had two knuckles, I could push them in and it'll alleviate mm -hmm. everything. And so, are you bored of this? <laughs> of your back pain? Oh, so, no, but anyway, ahead. it was killing me. And uh, if Didn't anybody... you have some other injury you needed to ask our listeners That's the back about? pain That's one. I want to know. Yes, yes. They were helpful okay. with the knees, these knee thing. But, the, like, is this something in the lower back? I, if I feel like if I could wear some kind of weight belt that had, like, two knobs that pushed in with constant pressure, it would be good. Um, and also, okay, you can see my things all over there. His socks. Yes, you took socks. some heat for your socks on Twitter also. Yes, I did. Yeah, we'll mm -hmm. get talk about that in a moment, Alice. You're tempted. You're tempted <laughs> to take on the king, ladies and gentlemen, Elon Musk. You an Elon Musk guy? Come see, come saw. Come see, come saw on Elon Musk. He's fine. I, don't know. I like him now because all the right people hate him. I do like the head. The fact that he did this is ballsy. His girlfriend or wife or whatever is a lunatic. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be hosting Saturday Night Live. I mean that. Sometimes after I say something, I have to say I mean that. <laughs> so people really know that I mean it. That's because I don't always have a lot of intonation or variation in how I speak. <laughs> which I'm told makes for great comedy. I'm actually making history tonight as the first person with Asperger's to host SNL. Go ahead, Alice. Ackroyd had Asperger's. Okay, there you go. Or at least the first to admit it. So I won't make a lot of eye contact with the cast tonight. But don't worry, I'm pretty good at running human in emulation mode. <laughs> Good stuff. That is funny, actually. I'd first like to share with you my vision for the future. I believe in a renewable energy future. I believe that humanity must become a multi-planetary, space-bearing civilization. Those seem like exciting goals, don't they? Now, I think if I just posted that on Twitter, I'd be fine. 
But I also write things like, 69 days after 420, again, ha ha. <laughs> I don't know, I thought it was funny. That's why I wrote ha ha at the end. <laughs> Look, I know I sometimes say or post strange things, but that's just how my brain works. To anyone I've offended, I just want to say, I reinvented electric cars and I'm sending people to Mars in a rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think I was also going to be a chill, normal dude? <laughs> there you go. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. So that is Elon Musk. There is one other thing I just want to hear. He was apparently part of a stick, uh, a skit on Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. Um, what is Dogecoin? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. It's a good question. Well, it's the future of currency. It's an unstoppable financial vehicle that's going to take over the world. I... I- Okay, hold on, let's get the rest of this. Thank you, Michael. Well, now, the Doge Father. Uh, okay, Doge Father. So, yeah! uh, hang on. So, I got, we got some questions. So, for our viewers who may not know anything about this, what are cryptocurrencies? They're a type of digital money, but instead of being controlled by a central government, they're decentralized using blockchain technology. Huh. <laughs> and lately, Prices have been soaring for cryptos like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and especially Dogecoin. Oh, right. Now, what, what is Dogecoin? Well, it actually started as a joke based on an internet meme. Mm-hmm. But now it's taken off in a very real way. Okay, but what is Dogecoin? Well, it was created in 2013 and has a circulating supply of 117 billion coins, of which 113 billion have already been mined. All right, cool. So what is Dogecoin? <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's a digital currency. Like, okay, for instance, this is a dollar, right? It's real. Say sort of. Yeah, sort of okay. real. Yeah. <laughs> so what is Dogecoin? <laughs> <laughs> About as real as that dollar. How come? Are you making any sense of this? Me? Well, I've, I've actually been reading a lot about it, yeah, and uh, I'm trying to diversify my investment portfolio. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is, what is Dogecoin? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. It's a good question. Well, it's the future of currency. It's an unstoppable financial vehicle that's going to take over the world. I, I get that, but uh, what is it, man? <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling you, it's a cryptocurrency you can trade for conventional money. Oh, so it's a hustle. Yeah, it's a hustle. Why did you say that, man? Father, everybody. It's a hustle. To the moon! There you go, Alice. So people are mad at him because, um, actually, all the cryptos pretty much like took a little bit of a hit after that. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. So people First were all, all excited. Where people he, thought the he was going to... even open? Isn't the, it closed on the weekends? Um, no, I think the cryptos you can trade all the time. Because really? it's not like the stock market. Where oh, so maybe that's why it took a hit. I was just looking, Alice. Yeah. My Robin so Hood it was account. up before last night, before he went on. People assumed because he's like a booster of cryptos, people thought he was going to like, you know, pump it up and like make... Tell people how great cryptocurrencies yeah, are on down. SNL last night. But because he then didn't, because he said they're a hustle. It was a two ninety one last night, and now it went way down to one sixty five, and now it's at one seventy eight. Okay, nobody cares, uh, probably. So let me tell you something we do care about, Alice. Okay. Jobs report came out last Friday and was a total and utter disaster. Mm-hmm. Something like 200-something thousand jobs. 266. A million were expected. Right. And that is horrifically bad news. It's bad news in so many different ways. Um, you, you know, among us, the thing that hurts me the most is that business should be businesses now should be relishing in this uh, new uh, buyer's consumer economy. And mm-hmm. they need to scale up to capture the uh, wind. But they can't do it because there's no staff available. Because the government is paying the staff to not go and right. go to work. so And so they're missing what should be a heyday for their businesses, which is terrible. And now, of course, not only that, they're not only are some of them going to miss the heyday, but they're going to be forced to hire, pay wages that they can't afford to pay. And uh, consumables and um, material is now going through the roof. And so it seems like classic inflation is happening here. Uh, I would say so, yes. Right. And so these businesses are businesses are screwed. And people getting free, uh, all my steamy money, like me, mm-hmm. I'm a steamy queen, um, 
my stimmy money is not going to be worth as much as it once was. Right. That Well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. I want my free money to be worth a lot more rather than less. You know, unfortunately, when everybody gets the free money, it doesn't work out that way. So, um, I don't know. It's interesting. The Biden administration has had their officials heading out there to tell us why this is actually, like, fine and good. There's been lots of uh, chatter online about how... You know, it's not real that there's a labor shortage. The businesses are just going to have to pay a living wage. Is there a sense of alarm today based on the jobs numbers, Mr. Secretary? And is there a sense that perhaps the administration hasn't calibrated where the country really was in this reemergence to back to work? No, I, I wouldn't say necessarily there's a sense of alarm. I, I think that, you know, we're definitely on the recovery. Labor Secretary uh, But we have, a, we have a steep hill to climb, as I said earlier today, and many different channels. I mean, when you look at different areas, excited and uh, pleased with the tour. As he said earlier today, in many different channels, as he went out telling people that everything is absolutely mm-hmm. fine. This is the, it's, it's a good report. Tourism and hospitality industry, big, strong numbers this month where it's been pretty. It's good to know. Gives you a lot of confidence. The big, strong numbers this month is running the place. Yeah, we're seeing like Obama quote unquote recovery era numbers. Uh, so it's this is bad. Oh, I and see. I see. So um, this is saved or created is back. Yeah, we're back to. Mm, yeah, I mean, but that that's what this number gave me flashbacks to because we've been blessed to live under an awesome economy for the last couple of years up until COVID. And then after the vaccine news, when it became clear that these vaccines were going to come out and we're going to restore the country to its pre-pandemic state there were um you know incredible jobs numbers for a few months there which you know biden's taking credit for because of course he is because that's what presidents do but um but now we're starting to see the effects of all this stimulus money and stuff so this is the april numbers so this is the first report since that second stimulus went out and since the jobless benefits were extended now the extra jobless benefits made sense last year when people literally couldn't get work because like restaurants were closed and weren't allowed to be opened you know at that point in time it made sense for the government which had shut down everybody's jobs to be paying people closer to their full salary to be staying home that made sense now the jobs are available so the government shouldn't be paying people their regular full salary to stay home because as it turns out despite the reassurances of all the biden cabinet officials who keep saying that everyone just loves working and people want to work uh people would prefer to stay home for the same amount of salary compared to going in and do you know anybody in your life uh, (laughs) <laughs> who's doing that, Alice? <laughs> I do. Really? I do my my welfare queen husband Tom Shattuck is uh, currently unemployed, but I am a stimmy queen, Alice. Uh-huh, I'm not the yeah. welfare queen. Um, I guess I'm both at the moment, but I have been applying for jobs. You have been applying Correct. for jobs. So, I like my chances at but, some of these, Alice. Yes. Yeah, so this is uh, I have in, because living with a stimmy queen myself, I have some <laughs> insight <laughs> into the psychology of the uh, 2021 job seeker. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they're saying like there's not a labor shortage because and I, I was watching this on Tapper today. Uh, what's this guy? Oh, right. Klein Rice. Zients was on there. Something, something. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he used to be an Obama guy, too. But he was saying like people want to work. We're seeing so many people enter the workforce. So many people are looking for work. Well, yeah, because you have to be, quote unquote, looking for work to be collecting all the unemployment. So in the case, <laughs> in the case of my husband, for example, he has to be looking for work. Oh, so every I got to look week, for work today. You do have to look for yeah. work today. Um, every week. Thomas Shattuck has to look for work and right. apply for at least three jobs. Which I do. And he has to check off boxes that say he's looking for work and he's available to work and all Correct. these things. That being said, I don't know that with our current, with the extra benefits, um, not to like air our dirty laundry, but you get $1,200 a week to not work right now. And the Beacon Hill pub got 200 of that <laughs> last night. So, uh, Tom gets $1,200 a week not to work. So, even though he's filling out job applications, I think that the incentive is there to not necessarily be trying as hard as one might. What are you suggesting, young lady? 
if oh, hold on if there were no twelve hundred dollars a One week i think that your sense of urgency <laughs> about finding a job i think the number of jobs you apply to and the type of jobs that you apply to might be expanded i don't know what if, you're suggesting if, i don't uh, like it <laughs> yeah so are uh, you suggesting that i'm not qualified to be the uh, the top of the physics department at harvard are you suggesting that uh mm. that i shouldn't be working for nasa Hmm. I tend to disagree. I don't know what you see. I think, but I don't like it. I find it scurrilous. So, but it- obviously, all the Biden people don't want us to um, think what seems like the obvious conclusion to draw, which is that all these people are supposedly looking really hard for work and right. just can't find and it. It doesn't. It, it doesn't apply to me. But there are people who are applying for jobs that they know they're not going to get just to get them out of the way so they can get their stimmies, and. The Biden people, of course, like you said, the reporting says, wow, they're really looking there, but they keep applying. So many people are looking for jobs. There's just the unemployed right. are just, they're, they're everywhere. But the dirty, the, the the toxic part of this is, of course, that the Biden people love that they're not really looking for jobs. Right. Because these these this poor report means we're still in the toilet, that we're mm-hmm. still in the funk, in the pseudo recession depression thing that we did and that means we need a huge emergency fix in to the tune of trillions of dollars Mm -hmm. in uh infrastructure or whatever they're going to call it like spending this is just simply a ruse for the administration to make rooseveltian Mm -hmm. changes to uh our government right and it's so disingenuous because this is not a question even though so Like, you could look at these poor jobs created numbers just at a surface level and say, like, oh, not many jobs are equated were created lots of people are unemployed lots of people are looking for work and can't find it therefore there is no labor shortage that's not true though that's not what's happening on the ground because we've so distorted the market now by pouring so much money into people's pockets this is not a true market economy right now you know that the businesses aren't really competing for real wages with people if this um like artificial boosting of unemployment benefits gets turned off, if the you know the f- faucet of money stops flowing to people, then then they're going to go out and get jobs at places. Um, and that's it, so there there really is a labor shortage right now, but it's a labor shortage that's difficult to see in the numbers, and they're using that to say like the the problem isn't that there's a labor shortage. The problem is just that, you know, that there aren't enough jobs being created. It's just not true. There's no labor shortage. So right. we need to put in more stimulus to create the jobs. Right. And this stimulus is not only a, a giveaway to mm-hmm. the to interests of the Democratic Party, of course, unions, pension funds and this and that and tech groups who are donors and bundlers and all this typical dirty politics. Fine. Um but it, it's to make transformational change in government, right? And it, there's so much money now that the that the uh, void is being filled, that the vacuum is being filled by these wacky progressives, which is why you have insane people like Ed Markey out there saying absolutely insane things. I have been working on this question of climate change for years. The planet is running a fever. There are no emergency rooms for sick planets. Uh, the climate crisis is a national security, health, economic, and moral issue. Ultimately, the Green New Deal is really about intersectionality of environmental justice, oh health justice, racial justice. He's the junior senator of Massachusetts. This is a guy with a little bit of juice. This is a, Some of this crazy joke... Uh, is he agenda. the junior senator or is he the senior senator? I think he's the junior now? senator. Really? Warren was before him? Yes. I thought she was 2012. What was he? I thought he was before that. 2014? No. Because he, he got his when... No, after... Kerry left. Right. Kerry was 2012. I don't know. Okay, so... Okay, well, so, anyway. But uh, anyway, this is craziness. This mm-hmm. is There's all these agenda items, but they're going to get some of this in spirit because some of the simply cannot be done. Right. But certainly... Uh, interest groups, activist groups, etc., can cash checks and mm-hmm. make it seem like something's being done. And the symbolism, because what he's saying, all this stuff, this is all just theological, uh, you know, scripture reading. Uh, <laughs> it is. That's what it is. None of it means anything. These are symbol right. stories. These are symbol uh, projects. 
uh, and we know who has been disproportionately impacted. It's did you realize that? <laughs> did you realize the poorest people in the United States? It's the poorest people around the planet, uh, and we have an opportunity right now to do something about it. Uh, it's a driver of recurring droughts, food insecurity, migration, Jesus. destructive weather systems, health problems, and resource competition. It's everything. This thing addresses everything. Ignoring science, ignoring Mother Nature, and avoiding uh, bold action on this issue is a losing... Can we have a nuclear power plant? No, absolutely not. No, Jesus, no, we can't. Okay, absolutely. Well, well, then, <laughs> what are we doing, really? Strategy for all of humanity. You know why we can't have a nuclear power plant, Alice? Because there's a miniseries on Chernobyl that's scary? No, because a nuclear power plant is a fix. These are not problems meant to be solved. These are problems meant to, you know, propagate throughout the decades, you know, and continue. You need a crisis. Right. If you you can't have emergency uh, remedies if you don't have a crisis. Yeah, just like racism can never be fixed. Exactly. Kennedy imposes a national security risk for the United States around the world, but uh, but for too many countries around the world as well. He's, you know what? At least. We did a couple of ed boards with him last year at his mm -hmm. royal boards, you know, where he as a candidate comes and bended knee and, and tries to pitch himself. And he took a beating twice. So mm -hmm. at least I, there's something about that that's almost kind of like a cockroach. It knows that it's not loved by anybody. It knows it's not attractive, really, and it has no real value. You know, but it does just go on and just survive. Mm -hmm. Like He came into our office, took his beating, went out, does his mediocre you know, hot pie in the sky, P.S., and keeps on a living. I assume there's some outlet for fun in his life, but I don't know what it is. He's literally, he was my congressman when I was born, you know, yeah. Marky. He's been representing yeah. me either in the in Congress or in the Senate for 30 plus years. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. He is a Washington, <laughs> Washington person. Uh, Catherine Rampell of the Washington mm -hmm. Post talked a little about this. This is another reason why the fix is in. Okay. Because media fixers do not want to tell the real story. She is seen as, she's very cute, by the way. Let's put that aside. Um, she is seen as a real a, um, a real thinker mm -hmm. you know, amongst the op-ed offerings at the Washington Post, and she shouldn't be. What is going on? Why so many this fewer jobs this month than expected? We don't know exactly. Certainly the numbers were, uh, were much lower than had been expected, but it's puzzling. Um, I think there are a number puzzling. of reasons to be concerned about labor uh, supply being being uh, suppressed in some way, you know, workers wanting jobs but still being hesitant to take the jobs on offer. Some of that might have to do with, of course, with the fact that they are getting more generous unemployment benefits. But there are she, she, goes, she goes to double speed there for a second. But mostly we don't. Other factors, too, including lack of access to child care, uh, public transit cutbacks, the risk of getting sick at work, the risk of, frankly, getting assaulted at work if you tell a customer to wear a mask, etc. Yep, there you go. Assaulted at work. That's what the Trump people are going to beat us up. In other words, capital <laughs> insurrection. Remember, still. So we still have to have troops in D.C. We still have to do emergency spending. You know, we have to have this emergency footing, which is what, what Biden's doing. Mm -hmm. The media is all in. She's saying it. You know, we still have all these things, so we still have to be on air. And she's reinforcing it. You have Ed Markey telling us about the about uh, the the end of the world with the Green New Deal stuff, and of course, you have this. In this case, it's two four foot three idiots talking to each other. Give everyone a sense of what the country is going to look like next Mother's Day. <laughs> and of course, you have the public health uh, dwarf Fauci. In, listen Why would says. you even ask him about next Mother's Day? Yes. Why would next you invite him right. into We're already seeding on every day until then? Like next Mother's Day, why don't you ask about four Mother's Days from now? Oh, and he loves this. Well, George, I hope that next Mother's Day we're going to see a, a dramatic difference than what we're seeing right now. I believe that we will be about as close to back to normal as we can. And there's... Psycho! <laughs> but no, what he's doing... One year is from he's... now, we'll be close right. but, to but being the, back And to that's normal. why the Biden keeps him around. He's stretching out the crisis. He, they know that he's a psychotic. He'll... Keep doing it. Mm -hmm. He'll go on to every TV show every day. There's some conditions to that, George. We've got to make sure that we get the overwhelming proportion of the population 
vaccinated. When that happens... There's some conditions to that, George. Uh-huh. He's dictating uh, the next birthing people's day already. The virus doesn't really have any place to go. There aren't a lot of vulnerable people around. And so we're going to keep some around just in case. <laughs> Where there are not a lot of vulnerable people around, you're not going to see a surge. You're not going to see the kinds of numbers we see now. Oh, my goodness. So that's another guy, and he's happy to do it as well. By the way, there's so, a... But I thought it was interesting to go back to your cut before that. With I don't remember what that woman's name is. Catherine Rampell. Catherine Rampell. So because all the things that she meant, aside from obviously the giving people overly generous unemployment benefits, which she glossed past, everything else that she listed is things that are in the Biden multi-trillion dollar bills that he wants to pass. The child care, the more money for businesses to have more safety precautions, even though we know now that they don't really do anything. The trains, they need the trains to Mm -hmm. get to work. That's why they're not taking jobs. There's not good trains to go to work. There's not enough child care, the elder care The independent thinker mm -hmm. for the Washington Post says, you know what? These five things that that just happen to be the theme of the legislation right now we need this they're all this that's is- why people aren't taking this right. but it's funny because it, she's almost acknowledging in that which you would think isn't what she wants to do that the jobs are there people just don't want them but that's the goal on the left they want a future where nobody works in restaurants i mean that sounds like dramatic to say that but i've like seen people respond like this when you know when the argument goes back and forth because people are like well how can restaurants pay everybody 17 dollars an hour to compete with unemployment that's ridiculous and they go you know well then they'll have to raise their prices and you go well but nobody's gonna buy the 25 dollar hamburger and then they go well maybe if you can't afford a 25 dollar hamburger you should just stay home and make a hamburger from the grocery store yourself anyway what's the big deal with that so they just don't want anything to exist that doesn't like they're just saying like oh well if a restaurant can't pay everybody you know twenty dollars an hour with full health benefits and a pension fund then they then that's not a viable business model and it shouldn't exist right so, so there is something afoot and by now if you're listening mm-hmm. to this you probably already know it uh, a good thing to come of this the only good thing to come of Fauci is this guy right here who does a parody and I don't know his name but it's wonderful I'd say even if you live alone I would wear a mask in the house especially in the shower, because frankly, droplets can make the way through the drain and come up through somebody else's toilet, infecting them with COVID through the anus. Uh, Ballpark in two to five to 20 years, we can start thinking about considering the idea of pondering the thought of conceptualizing the possibility of maybe, perhaps, reopening, but probably not. I would avoid having any fun whatsoever in the near to far future. And there you have Tom Shattuck's uh, philosophy on the pandemic. You can see if you go to my Twitter, you can see him this weekend out at an open field with nobody around him for hundreds of (laughs) yards there's not another human soul to be seen as far as the eye can see around him listen he is fully vaccinated you uh, and he is standing out there with his mask over his face because he's worried the virus is gonna come you scurrilous harlot let me tell you a little something right here. He's not, right until now. he sees Dr. Fauci making out with a stranger, he is not going to take that mask off. I actually wrote a song about it, Alice. How is a genius immunologist, grad of Cornell with a doctorate, dropped in the middle of the pandemic, yet stopped by the president for all of the press he did? Because tantrums from a toddler, Trump facts from a scholar, they call him the mask king, the duke of distancing. Why aren't we listening to someone of his stature and positioning? It's sickening. This is what physicians do. All disaster movies start with a scientist no one listens to. He was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. The highest honor at the charge against Ebola and Zika He makes McDreamy look sleazy Dr. House, he can't keep up He has the hottest body of work What's your name, man? Dr. Anthony Fauci My name is Dr. Anthony Fauci I'll wear my mask for thee there's a million things I haven't cured But just you wait, just you wait So there you go (laughs) How dare you So this is why you need to be incarcerated for at least a decade. <laughs> Why do I you need cur- to be? You scarcely attacked me, obviously. Uh, I was wearing my mask. Fact. Dinklehead. I was wearing <laughs> my mask because 
we were in the middle of the field, in between the 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 kid the playground mm-hmm. area where the kids play and the baseball slash soccer fields okay. right inside them. So these baseball coaches are awesome and awesome guys, and they all have their masks on. And I'm sure they don't want to have their masks on, but the Board of Health tells them to. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to give those guys a problem. I don't want to make their time tough. Now, you're um, you know, an Antifa jerk, so you don't care. You just want to throw bottles of piss at everybody and... <laughs> And so, you know, no, my right, I have to, no, no, you can do your rights somewhere else. I'm not, I don't want to screw those guys. Okay. I'm just being a good citizen, but you are what technically is what's <laughs> called a witch, an, an actual Wiccan witch. I'm not And I didn't want to tell people witch. this until now, That's but it's true. true. And and this is somebody who's seen you naked before, and I'm going to have to say this, and I'm sorry to tell you, everybody, but she has a tail, and it's spiked at the end. <laughs> what? Spiked at the end. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> not true. That is uh, true. No, at at some point, uh, people have to start acting normal because it, it has to become normalized to people. We can't continue. It's like an emperor's new clothes thing, right? Everybody is refusing to admit what we all know, which is that it's totally safe to be outside at the t-ball field, not near any other human being, when you're fully vaccinated without a mask. There's nothing unsafe about it. So it needs to become normalized. And the only way it's going to become normalized is if people see other people doing it. That's, I mean, when you or I don't wear our mask, that creates space for somebody else to realize that it's okay not to wear their mask. And that's a good thing. Okay. It's not, they're I- never going to get rid of these rules until everybody's already not following them. <laughs> like, you know that, right? Like, that's the Biden CDC only got rid of the outdoor mask mandate for vaccinated people when you're not too close to anybody else after everybody was already doing that. Do you know what I mean? Like, so. We have to just start doing the stuff that we know from science is totally safe. You know, and then uh, the local board of health is going to have to make the rules to keep up because they're going to see that everybody's already doing it. But you have you have to at some point you have to just do it. You know, nothing's well, going to happen. I understand, but you can choose your spots. And my spot was not to screw with Where those is guys. Your spot? What do you mean? Where's my spot? I don't. I don't wear the mask other, other than that one. First of all, that day you tabloid creep <laughs> uh, uh, paparazzi I, that day I was just because I was in between two fields when we moved my ma- I took my mask off or put it under my chin or whatever that mm-hmm. that was no but, you oh, took it off my- when we ran into people that we knew yes. that weren't wearing masks because they were brave I wear it some for people. you Alice no, they I were brave unlike you. some people and they it. showed up these this couple that we know that showed up to watch their kid and they showed up and they weren't wearing masks and we went to talk to them and you took yours off them because you felt comfortable. You need to be brave and be that person for somebody else. Make somebody else feel comfortable to take off their mask. I'm not trying to get the Stasi sicked on the coaches, Alice, okay? They're the ones who would have to deal with it. I care about the children, Alice. I want to make sure mm-hmm. the children get to learn to play baseball. No, I also so we gotta, I also uh, sent my other kid to T-ball without a mask on, even though they told us it was required. I, I saw that because you're an anarcho terrorist. Mm-hmm. And have to nobody go to, told me. Nobody said anything to me. I so. have to go to. Uh, I have to go, Alice, mm-hmm. to softball, and I have to wear a mask while I'm there. This well, is, I understand that because you're coaching it, so that yes. kind of like makes sense. So, but, but the thing is that here's the thing: is that I planned for this show to talk a lot about my my people. Mm-hmm. Much like in the in the convergence of the like Return of the King and the the series, the Hobbit series, uh, Lord of the Rings series, okay. when when the armies are all fighting and then they're oh hi Pepper. Pepper's <laughs> interested in that sound. Much like that happens, and another another army of like orcs, whatever, or another mm-hmm. army of elves or dwarves comes over the hill. Yeah. <laughs> To join the battle? Yeah. Well, in Woke, uh, year zero, 2021, Alice, mm-hmm. the fats have joined the battle. <laughs> and unfortunately, we've run out of time. We, we will, So let's remember, we this is tomorrow. We are going to emphasize this. This is very important. I've got very crucial audio to talk about this as well. The fats are here, Alice. They have, uh, it is on. It is in, fully involved, as they say. Happy Mother's Day again, my dear. Thank you. I'll forgive you for your uh, scurrilous attacks, and vicious backstabbing, trying to get gain clout in the internet with the 
with the uh, cadaver of your uh, fallen <laughs> husband who's got a Alice-shaped knife in his back. But you know, I'm trying to. You know what? If our uh, if our enemies can shame people in order to get them to wear masks, then I'm going to take the approach of shaming people out of wearing masks as much as possible. So you can check that out. That's on my Twitter at Alice Shattuck. The Twitter for the show is at Burn Barrel Pod. He's at Tom Shattuck. He's boring. You probably don't want to check out his feeds. <laughs> and um, then we're also uh, that's at- all it takes. <laughs> A little bit of. <laughs> Like a, a, a few impressions, and you're immediately a psychotic, mad with power, matriarchal force of evil. <laughs> force of evil. I'm trying My to goodness. get you to step up and do the right thing. I'm peer pressuring you <laughs> to stand up for yourself. Wait, you know what this is? Instead of being we a have, sheep. We have the uh, the um, Claudia Conway um, and her mother, mm-hmm. the Kellyanne Conway thing, where you publish my pictures. To, to I'm trying sh- to get you to do the right thing. Using shaming tactics? Mm-hmm. Alice, the Nazis use that, I think. We're also at facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast and at burnbarrelpodcast.com. We're on Gab and Parlor at burnbarrelpodcast. You can send us an email, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com or check out our YouTube channel, Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel on YouTube. Say la vie. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.